Good morning, putas. Just kidding, it's not morning whatsoever. It is 6 p.m. on a Friday night in Los Angeles, California, and your girl Neen is sitting at her dining room table recording this. That's right. Basically, I am blessing you right now by spending my Friday inside recording this first episode. Um, just kidding. That's not how it's going at all. I actually have no plans, um, mostly because I don't really have friends here. Um, so yeah, that's been fun. You'll hear a lot of background noise um, because I'm recording this on QuickTime uh, because I'm a beginner and that's what beginners do. And my windows are open, so that's fun. Um, but yeah, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Nina. Recently moved to Los Angeles, California from Philly. Um, I'm out here working a job. I work in finance. And I have been here, I would say, close to a month now. In three days, it'll be a full month since I've moved here. And let me tell you. It's been great in some aspects, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be the whole Debbie Downer I normally am and be like, it sucks, like, whatever. Like, I mean, everyone who knows me will tell you 90% of my life is complaining. But, you know, there have been some great moments, which we will dive into. But there's also been a lot of things I've been learning, you know. Being 23 years old, moving all the way to a new coast, not knowing anybody, working this hard-ass job, I'm learning a lot. So... You know, I sat on my couch and I was like, I've always wanted to do a podcast. I've never done one. And I have really nothing else to do after work today. So, you know, this first episode, it's coming out. And here it is. So, I guess let's start with, let's start with some of the things that happened this week that I want to talk about. Um, so, first, moving, right? I mean, it's been, it's been a good four weeks. I'm not going to lie. Um, so the biggest thing I told myself when I moved out here was you can't say no. And some of you might be sitting there being like, okay, you know, that's, that's a good philosophy to have. Can't say no. While others of you are probably like, that's so fucking stupid. Like what? Like you can't say no. Like if I don't want to do that, I'm going to say no. So you guys are right there. It's twofold, right? In one case, you know, some random guys like, Hey, want to go home, have sex? Well, in that case, I'm saying no for all of those who know me, I'm saying no. And then on the other case of like, you know, your boss is like, Oh, can you stay till 2am and finish this project? Well, yeah, I'm still saying no in that case. So there's fails, there's fails from both ends. But basically the mindset I was trying to go with was like, try new things, put yourself out there. Put your East Coast mindset away and think about how people on the West Coast do things. So with that instilled in me, let me tell you the biggest three things I learned. Number one, East Coast, harder partiers. And I know, I know all of you people who are like, are you kidding? You're in LA. Have you seen Beverly Hills? Have you met the YouTubers, the TikTokers? Let me tell you something, sweetheart, okay? That is like the 1% in LA. Most people in LA are the chillest, coolest, like the, the vibiest. That's not even a word, what we're making it one. Like they just have such a stellar vibe and they don't like to just get fucked up. They're all about like their health, wealth, wellness type of feel. 
these people be out here surfing at 5 a.m. on Saturdays. I have to wake up at fucking 4.45 throughout the week. You think my ass is getting up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday to go surf? Hell no. But that's what these people do. They get up at 5 a.m. They're doing goat yoga in the morning. Their dogs are being walked and pampered at 4.30 a.m. Like, they are just on the ball. And on top of that, it's like they do not like being hungover. Like, I, I, the one time I did go to a bar, I kid you not, they had kombucha-infused drinks. Like, it was just all kombucha and maybe just, like, two little droplets of, like, tequila in there. Like, the West Coast does shit differently. And it's a good different, right? Because at the same time, like, not everyone always wants that hungover feeling. Like, we all hate that. Even... East Coasters hate that. But it's just so funny because you would think that like LA, from what you've seen, and you know, obviously maybe I haven't seen the whole Hollywood side of it, but from what you've seen in movies and what you see on YouTube, you would think it would be so much more extravagant. It's not. These people are just out here chilling, vibing, kicking it back, eating their smoothie bowls, eating their kale, drinking their juices. Like that's all life is. So I would say that's the biggest thing that's been really different. So I did go out a few times with a couple of the analysts. Um, it was pretty fun. It was just like the bars where we just played pool. We just honestly just shot the shit, <laughs> as stupid as that sounds. But like it was all dive bars. It was very, very low key, very laid back. East Coast vibe, completely different. I mean, you're seeing the most ratchet girls in Philly drop it low, wigs being snatched, um, which I'm not going to lie, you would think you wouldn't miss that. You miss it. But like that shit, like those stories, I haven't had one here yet, which is I think what I'm missing the most about the East Coast. So yeah, that's the biggest difference so far West to East. I would also say West Coast people, guys, there is just like, I did not find any love on the East Coast. Not that I even think love exists, but that's a whole different story, other story we'll get into. But I didn't find like any relationship type of person on the East Coast. That shit's not happening on the West Coast. I can a thousand percent guarantee that. You want to know why? Everyone here is hot. Just insanely hot. Not even like... Oh, like they're cute. Oh, like I love her hair. It's just like downright like stupid hot. Like these people are fucking Ken Barbie doll hot. It's like were you out of a lab type of hot. That's the thing that I'm just shook. Shook to my core about. Okay? Every guy you will see here literally, first of all, they all kind of look the same. Not to be like rude or racist or I don't even think that's rude or racist, but someone will probably call me out for it later. Um, they all just look the same. They're like surfer dudes, beautiful eyes, nice flow of hair, sick body, same style. Like, but the thing is, like, they're they all fit into the hot category. So, like, I don't know. On a good day, I would call myself a seven, seven point five in Philly. I don't know if people would agree, but you know, I'm feeling a bit of confidence. I would say I was a solid seven in Philly. I'm a four, easy four in LA, which is actually like pretty hilarious. But like, I don't know, you would think like being like Indian or like having some like 
Because all of my friends or all my guy friends would always be like, yeah, but you have that ethnicity side. Like, when you get to L.A., like, people will be drooling over that. Hell no, because you got fucking Latinas walking around trying to be models who already look like models. You got fucking Persian girls interviewing and, I don't even know, auditioning for America's Next Top Mom. That show, that was such a bad joke. That show is no longer even a thing. But you see my point. Like, you just have the most beautiful people running around these streets especially Santa Monica like where I live it is just insane like you go to the beach I just go to the beach and people watch like honestly sometimes I don't even feel alone because I'm just sitting there this sounds so sad but I'm just sitting there and I'm staring and like these people are gorgeous like I'm like what the fuck I could I could literally watch you guys surf all day guys and girls included all inclusive all genders you know it's crazy so yeah, people people are hot here, which is like, most of you are like, mean, are you really surprised? Like, you're in LA. But honestly, like, I am. Like, I thought it would just kind of be like, oh, a pretty face here and there. Like, I'm getting tired of seeing all the pretty faces. Show me the, show me the below average, you know? Show me another four. I want to see more me, okay? I don't need to be surrounded by tens all the time. That's, that's too much. That's too fucking depressing. That's, yeah, that's not thriving, okay? That is, mm -mm -mm, that is not what I need to see. So yeah, that's been the second thing. I totally even forgot the third thing. It's the weather. And I know all of you are gonna be like, well, we could have told you that. We could have told you it was the weather. I didn't need to listen 10 minutes in to find out it was the weather. No, 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 no. You don't get it. The biggest difference with this weather, let me tell you right here, is like what it feeds into you. I don't even know if that makes any sense, but like whatever the weather is, that's going to kind of reflect your mood, right? It's always fucking raining in Philly. I mean, for the past week and a half, my mom's been texting me that it's been thunderstorming like crazy over there. So like every time it's raining in Philly, like, I don't know, you're just kind of like, eh, I want to stay inside. I just want to like do nothing. The, the weather in LA, I think is like the biggest motivator of people here. Like, it is so goddamn nice every single day that you have to be outside every single day. Like, personally for me, I literally look outside and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. Like, I have to go outside. Like, it almost motivates you. So, like, I kind of get it. Like, I get the whole sunshine state thing. Because, like, I will literally be here. It'll be a Saturday. And I'll be like, Ugh, I'm so tired. I slept, like, maybe 10 hours the whole week. Like, I just want to sleep. But then I see that sun and I'm like, you know what? No. Go outside. Get your vitamin D, girl. Go surround yourself by the tens, girl. You know, like that's the vibe you get. So the weather is really a big motivator. It's probably why all these bitches are out here surfing at 5 a.m. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm no fucking ninja or anything. I'm still sleeping in and taking my time. I'm certainly not out here at 5 a.m. hitting the waves. But I would say the weather, like I didn't realize how big the weather can motivate you here. Cause like, even when it was nice in Philly some days, like, I don't know, I wasn't that motivated to like get my butt outside. Like there were days it was nice and I, my ass was still like, eh, it's too hot. It's too fucking hot to move. I need to sit inside with AC. But like, it's not hot here. Like it could be a hundred degrees, but it'll be like the most beautiful breezy hundred degrees you've ever seen. So like, they're not wrong. You really are paying for the weather. Which is like, I get it, but also, I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah, you, you basically are paying for the weather. So, so those are the three biggest things. Um, 
yeah, those are, those are definitely the, the biggest things I've seen since being here. Um, let's see what else has happened in the last four weeks I've been here. Oh, this is a great story to tell. This is actually a very embarrassing story to tell, but I'm, you know, I'm going to tell this story for all the other girls who think, and guys, you know, I'm not judging for the people who think they're behind in life. Because the biggest thing I've realized being 23 is this idea that like we're behind in life, right? First of all, I mean, to give people more background, I have no social media. Okay. Two years ago, I was here back in LA doing an internship for six months and I got off all my social media and everyone was like, you know, why do you delete everything? Like, why do you permanently delete everything? And like, part of me wants to be like, oh, I, <laughs> I just needed a cleanse. But like the real reason, I was sick and tired of seeing everybody post shit and me thinking my life was a disaster that was going nowhere. I'm not even kidding you. Like you would see the hottest girls posting like the hottest photos. And I was like, okay, I just can't see this because I will never live up to this standard. Like if that's what my body has to look like, that's never happening. So it would just make you feel like complete shit. Then you see rich ass people living their lives in fucking, I don't even know, Florida. Okay, <laughs> let me not give that much credit to Florida. But like you see rich ass people in like Hawaii, Costa Rica, like weeks on weeks just vacationing in like, cabanas and bottle service and all that shit. And I was like, you, you guys want to know what I do? I wake up at 4am to go work, sit on a desk for 12 to 14 hours, get yelled at by multiple people, come home, maybe warm up a veggie burger if I have enough energy, eat it, sleep and repeat the same process. And even still while doing all of that, I could probably afford maybe a week and a half of the vacation y'all are taking. So yeah, it's, it had nothing to do with the cleanse. It had more of the fact to do with the, with the idea that I didn't need to see all the bullshit everyone else was doing. Because honestly, I was jealous. I was hella jealous of everything else that people were doing, people looked like. Like, it was just competition. Like, as it, no one wants to see their competition, right? At the end of the day, like, yes, competition is healthy. But, like, in a certain manner. Like if you come, if I had to compete with three girls, okay, cool. Like I'll compete with three girls. Or if I had to compete with five people for a job, okay, cool. I'll compete with those five. What social media does is it takes those and it like triples it. So now you thought your competition was five. Oh no, it's 15,000 girls. Or you thought your competition was 10 people for the job. No, no, no. It's a hundred thousand people for the job. It just multiplied it. It just made me honestly feel really bad about myself. So Two years ago, I got rid of all that shit. And then, I don't even know, I like lost my train of thought. Oh, I'm back at it. So I got rid of all that shit. And now, I don't really find myself comparing myself to a lot of people. Um, you know, I mean, obviously still, like, you are going to have certain imperfections about yourself that you'll work on. But I don't feel myself like comparing paths to people as so much. But I have so many friends who always say, Mean, I feel like I'm so behind. Like I have a friend who will be like, I'm so behind. Everyone is moving in with each other and getting married. And I'm like, who? Who the fuck is moving in and get, getting married? Like, let me know. And then they'll literally like list people that we haven't talked to in years. And I'm like, how do you even know that? They're like, well, they posted on social media that they just bought their first apartment together and they moved in together. I'm like, okay, see, if you didn't have that app, you wouldn't be so worried about what XYZ is doing that you would think you need to do XYZ. 
So it's this whole idea of like chasing and like chasing things that you haven't had yet, but not even enjoying what you currently have. It's just so psycho. It's like life is literally all about, and I said this to a friend the other day, I was like, life is all about chasing what you don't have, but then missing what you did have. Like it's the weirdest thing. Like I think the biggest thing I did in college was I was chasing wanting to be a young adult. Like I was so eager to get my first job, so eager to make a shit ton of money out of college, so eager to be independent. And now what do I miss the most? College. I miss not having any responsibilities. I miss the only thing mattering is taking my engineering exam drunk as fuck. I miss pledging. I miss calves on a Thursday. Like I miss it all. But like I was so eager to get out of that life because I thought I had to adult so much quicker than I needed to. So that aspect of life I think is the hardest thing for me right now is like realizing what your path is and like figuring out how to take your time. But that all gets me into one of the craziest sentences I will ever say is I finally had my first date as a 23 year old adult. Um, But yeah, I had my first date um, ever officially. I consider this to be my first date ever because everything else that people will be like, well, no, that counted as a date. And there were certain stipulations that I wouldn't really say it counted as a date. This one like actually was like, can I get your number? Whatever, whatever. And then like two days later, like we actually went on a date. Um, I absolutely hated it. (laughs) I hope, I doubt the guy will ever listen to this because I don't know. I hope I never see him again. But um, I think I just rushed into something that I truly did not want. He definitely, he was a great guy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think everything I wanted in someone I wanted to eventually date, but I was the one running the whole conversation. Like there were just so many awkward pauses. I don't know if anyone feels like this and like, let me not act like I'm an expert because this was literally my first date. But do you guys sometimes feel like your dates are fucking interviews or am I just that psychopathic with my career mentality that I like can't separate career from personal? But like I literally felt like I was being interviewed. Like, it just felt like an awkward-ass interview. Like, we would talk about, like, I don't even know, like, what we like to do for fun. And then I was, like, it was just so weird. I'm getting goosebumps and cringe from thinking back on it. But it was just so weird. And also, like, I mean, he was older. He was, like, 29. So I don't know if it was his first date, which, like, let me not judge because I'm 23 and I'm considering it to be mine. But, like... There were just so many things about it that I didn't understand. It was almost as if he didn't know how to conduct himself. So very weird experience. But I would be intrigued to know if other people think that their dating style is kind of like a forced interview. Because that is a thousand percent what I felt like with this. And I, yeah, it was just not fun at all. And then it was also weird because I think he had a great time. Because he kept like being like, oh, like you're just so talkative, like your life is so put together. Which, again, great things to hear. I mean, I guess, as far as compliments go, those, you know, aren't the worst ones that a girl can hear. But like the thing is, it's so weird, I think, when I get those compliments. Because, I don't know, it's weird for someone to be like, oh, like your life is so put together. Because it's like, "Mm, how are you like... I don't know, coming to, like, how are you deciding that? You know what I mean? Like, you don't really know me for you to make such, like, an overstemming statement of, oh, your life is so together, or, like, oh, like, you're just, like, killing the game. Like, 
you literally like met me at a bar, heard maybe two to three sentences about me, and then like you're just jumping to that fact. I don't know. It, it might be a little like presumptuous of me, but I definitely felt like it was no girl just wants to be sitting there hearing compliments left and right. Like, I feel like a lot of guys think girls love to be flourished with gifts, compliments, like, I don't even know, money. But, like, the average girl, and I would say most girls in this society, like, in our age right now, whatever you call this, the millennial age, just want to be, like, treated normally. Like, maybe start by, like, treating us like a friend and then, like, flirting and stuff like that. Like, don't just fucking, I don't know. Like, the, the biggest turnoffs are, like, the flexing. Like, he did that a lot, too. Like, he was just like, oh, don't worry. Like, I can pay. And I was like, it's literally a $4 fucking coffee. Like, I could also pay for it. Calm down. Like, just jump to it. Which I get. Like, you know, I let that slide because I was like, oh, okay, maybe, like, he's trying to be respectful. But then, like, the whole flexing with, like, he's in consulting and like he was like flexing about his job and I'm sorry I just had to drop like the finance bomb because like dude I don't know who you're trying to impress but like that wasn't really like a key flex like that's why I don't know maybe that's why I felt like it was a job interview because I was just like so confused as to like it's like when you're in a job interview and someone's like what's your strengths and weaknesses and you're like <clears throat> my biggest weakness is that I'm a perfectionist like it literally was kind of like that like I just could not get the vibe on this kid but I felt like that in a lot of situations which is honestly why I've never really dated before is because anyone who's ever approached me it's like they're either just trying to get in your pants which is like the biggest turnoff for me at least or they're trying to like flex at you so hard which is also the biggest turnoff because I'm like, okay, I, I can fully fend for myself. So this is just not cute or hot or flirtatious in any way. Or the other thing is like they come up to you and they just shower you with compliments as if they're like, it comes off as just creepy and stalking. Like I think guys are like, oh, like girls just love to be like, just tell her she's hot. And I'm like, it, it's not, that's really not how it works anymore. Like it would just be nice if a guy could just, I don't know. Just treat it like a conversation. Get to know a girl like a friend first. Like, I think those are the most organic, like, conversations I've had where I was like, this could be something or, like, at least I'm getting a good friend out of it. In this situation, I was like, this could not be anything. And I was like, I'm definitely not getting a friend out of it. So, yeah, that dating experience was horrible. Um, but it was also my first one. But I'm going to be honest. Um, yeah, and a set, well, I'm going to be totally honest. The second one is not coming out of that, but I can also be honest and say, I don't really know if I'm ready to date, which, you know, again, comes down to the whole idea of like, I always thought I was falling behind because here I am 23 years old, um, not dating, you know, and I do want to get married. I do want to have kids and all of that jazz. And I don't want to think about that right now, but, um, it comes to the idea of like, holy shit, am I falling behind? Like, you know what I mean? Am I falling behind on this path of like trying to figure out, you know, who I'm going to marry? And if I wanted to be married by 30, that means I have to find the guy in seven years. And ideally, I want to be engaged to the guy for two years. Like, you know how you like just run your thoughts and run your thoughts and drive yourself crazy? Like, I think that's the biggest thing I don't want to do while I'm here. You know, I want to be that fucking motherfucking surfer girl at 530, shredding waves, not giving a care in the world, Okay. I want to be that, well, I don't really want to be the 10 out of 10 dude shirtless on the beach because 
his dating life is probably perfection, so that won't be me. Um, but you get my point. You know, I just want to feel the vibe of California. I want to, I just want to, I just want to let the sun motivate me. You know, I want to vibe. That was the worst ending possible to this first podcast. But anywho, I think that's all we're going to call it for today. Um, yeah, LA has definitely shown me a different side that Philly hasn't. Um, it has been very interesting, not going to lie. I will admit it. For the first week, I probably cried every day. But hey, you know, that's part of life. That's part of picking up all your shit and moving to the other coast and trying to make a life for yourself. So as I always say, it's fine. We're fine. We're just not thriving yet.